Hey, Jason Wood here, VA Loan Guy, host of Armed and Ready Podcast. We've got a really great guest today, Eric Upchurch. He's going to be talking to us about real estate investing and VA loans. Let's check it out. Hi, I'm Jason Wood, the VA Loan Guy, host of Armed and Ready Podcast, and today we have an awesome episode for you. One of my good friends, Eric Upchurch, is here joining us on the show. Eric, thanks for coming, man. Thank you for having me. It's really cool to see you. Um, uh, you know, the the listeners don't know this, but, you know, we know each other from um, a, a group that we're part of and got to spend some time together before. So um, what's what's really awesome is you're in town, you know, for a conference and uh, able to squeeze us in. So. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Um, what we'd like to do here is, is kind of explain to people your military to civilian transition a little yeah. bit. You know, what'd you do in the military? Um, how'd you get to where you are and what, and what are you doing right now? Yeah, I, actually, this is maybe a good tie-in. You're the VA loan guy. So um, when I transitioned out of the military, I was a special operations. I loved what I did, um, but I, you know, I was tired of getting shot at and I had my first kid and I said, it's time, time to go home, right? Um, so my wife and I moved back to the San Francisco Bay area where she's from. And, you know, if you're a, an E6 in the military, in the army or whatever, uh, making, you know, what, 46 grand a year, Mm -hmm. your eyes are pretty wide open when you're moving back to the San Francisco Bay area. So how, how am I going to make it work? What am I going to do? How am I going to, you know, sustain my family? Um, thankfully, maybe there's a little bit more opportunity for higher paying jobs in California, give or take your skill set, but um, I was able to go and just be pretty smart about it. I had um, gone through kind of the Dave Ramsey total money makeover stuff, right. way beyond the Dave Ramsey times of my life now. But it's it's an essential piece is that uh, initial you know um, getting your financial house in order before you start doing investing and some other stuff. So good debt versus bad debt. Um, we, it was time to now that we're out of bad debt, it's time to get some good debt. Um, so we were pretty smart about what we were doing, but a little unintentional at the beginning. We just knew that we could have, we could use the power of the VA loan, which would get us into a house. I mean, who has, coming right out of the military, who has $100,000, 20% down on a $500,000 house? Who has that sitting around when you're just getting out of the military as, Nobody. A, as an E6? Yeah. So thankfully, we had um, access to the VA loan. We bought a $500,000, which was, by the way, the cheapest house that we could find in the, in the area that we, were, that we moved back to at the time. Um, and I could, with my W-2 job that I had um, started when I left the military, I could just barely afford the payment on that with the VA loan. Uh, so $500,000 house, two years later, that house had appreciated, just, just um, market appreciation. We didn't do anything to it. It was beautiful inside. Uh, it went up to $690,000. And my wife and I kind of looked at each other and said, well, it's been two years. We don't have to pay capital gains tax, so should we sell this property now and try to do it again? So we kind of found a little bit of, kind of a, a strategy in this, and, and it's really now kind of known relatively well in the real estate investing world as live-in flipping. You're really just either forcing appreciation or using market appreciation or sometimes a combination of both um, to you know, you know, increase the value of your property. So. Yeah, we were really fortunate to be able to do that. That's cool. Yeah, um, so you guys flipped, what, more than one home, right? Yeah. A couple? Yeah, so from there, we, we moved to a beach community. And so the whole time, one thing I did know, I did understand at least, is that if you're going to choose to do this, 
it's location, location, location. You have to, you either have to be near something that's attractive, like a good school district. You have to be in a good school district that would be good for resale, or maybe um, you know the ocean, right? Some right. beachfront property, or you know, I don't know. So the next house, we um, were actually just on a hike with our kids, and we went and looked at a house. And uh, in a town called Capitola, which is a beautiful little beach town near Santa Cruz okay. uh, in Northern California. And we purchased with the VA loan a uh, uh, house that was two blocks from the beach, uh, bought it for 900 and, um, and in nine months, we actually forced some appreciation, uh, which I'll talk about how we did that in a second. But uh, within nine months, it had appreciated a quarter million dollars in nine months. Wow. So pretty, pretty amazing. Um, and actually, so I'll just get right into the kind of the benefits of, of, uh, of networking. Um, I went to a, a single family fix and flip conference. Uh, I believe in coaching. I believe in, in hiring coaches. Uh, if you want to be in your A game, you know, have a coach. Michael Phelps. I mean, name a name somebody, an athlete or anybody that you admire. That's Everyone's got a coach. It, yeah. Yeah. If you're in a if you're in a place that you know where I would like to be, I want to hire somebody who's already there and has gone through those. So I started kind of dabbling with that and went to a single family um, event and paid a lot of money to go. And I got upsold the whole way through. It was one of those HGTV things. So if you guys have been out there and you've done one of those HGTV seminars, uh, it can work okay for you. You don't have to be um, scared about it, but <laughs> Uh, the way it worked wasn't the traditional way. It, I couldn't actually execute what they were teaching me at the thing, although I did get a good base knowledge of how to invest in real estate. Uh, what I got the most out of was the relationships that I built there. I met a contractor at that event who I became friends with, and uh, he built and renovated high-end custom homes. So he worked on my on this uh, property that I just bought near the beach. Oh, okay. So all I had to do was make multiple trips to Home Depot using my you know veteran discount <laughs> and, right. uh, and buy all the materials and I had to pay his labor uh, for his, the guys that were working in the property. So after six weeks of renovation, we converted a four-bedroom property into a three-bedroom, which so most people wouldn't want to downsize it. But we were looking at the neighborhood and going, this is almost like a retirement community. Not, not a retirement community, but we were looking at our neighbors and going, people are retiring here, right? They, yeah. they, they get their dream house by the beach. Um, and so they were able to, um, we were able to, you know, make it more spacious inside because we got, uh, collapsed that fourth bedroom. Anyway, just being very intentional with what we were doing, what the exit strategy looks like. And again, using the VA loan. So it's pretty neat. That's really cool. Yeah. So fast forward to like where you and I got connected, mm -hmm. right? Which is, which is the group which, and part of this book too is, um, active duty, passive income. Yeah. And, um. And for our audience out there, so active duty passive income is basically um, an education provider yeah. um, for active duty and veterans to learn how to invest in real estate. And it, it kind of takes people through the whole spectrum of learning how to buy your first house all the way up to owning and buying like commercial real estate, yeah. right? And there's, there's opportunities for education and coaching in, in all those different phases. Um, and you guys collaborated and came up with a book. So tell me a little bit about how you kind of got connected with the, the main group, uh, yeah. the founders of ADPI, and how you guys ended up publishing something. Yeah, so um, our CEO and founder, Mark Jan Sitch, uh, who's active duty Marine still, um, uh, I found him through Facebook when the active duty passive income community was about 100 members on, our, on the Facebook group. Wow. And uh, there was uh, you know, three of us, and 
I just said, I have a passion for this. I bought a couple turnkey properties that I had um, I recently just kind of gone through. I was interested in turnkey real estate because I wanted to be as passive as I could. And I said, I have that knowledge and I've done some private lending at that time. And I just was like, I, I've done a lot, of, a lot of little things, you know, invested with my self-directed IRA. And so through talking to Markion and, and uh, Mike Foster, um, who's now our podcast host as well, um, I just showed them that I'd be a great asset as ADPI was starting up. And now our Facebook group is, you know, at the time of this recording, 8,000 members and growing at about 10% a month and 94% engagement rate, which is just, it's insane. And we have 600 people waiting to get into the group um, at any given time. We can't even keep up with it right now. So, Um, but that, what that allows us to do is really amplify the things that we give, the things that we have. Um, Our book, Military House Hacking. Um, which I'll talk about, um, that was the actual question you asked, was how we started that. Markion had already had uh, the ebook, the, the basis for this created, and he was giving it away. Um, and so then we kind of revamped that in uh, 2018, and we spent a lot of time. If you're ever thinking about writing your own book, uh, don't set a three-month timeline to do it. It's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a lot of late nights, and uh, my wife's a saint for uh, putting up with all that, but so we added our personal stories to how we military house hacked, um, and there are several different examples of how you can do that. But um, so it, it was uh, it has been a great experience. We now have over sixteen things that we I just counted the other day because I I post all the time of what we give away for free. We have sixteen things that we give away for free from you know freedom sessions we call it with Mike Foster to get people started and talk to people and. Uh, to the book. This book is free on our website. Anybody can go there and, and get the book. It's also on Amazon. Um, but yeah, just tax consultation is free. Um, and so kind of pretty pretty neat that we have this group that we've created. We're providing so much value and so much free content. And then if somebody wants to go to the next step, we have coaching and masterminds and things that they can really, really amp it up. And our, some of our multifamily coaching students are submitting offers on deals right now. And it's just the first round of coaching students. So pretty amazing. Um, yeah. So house hacking, I mean, that term can be kind of ambiguous. So yeah. military house hacking in the way that I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong, but is really learning how to leverage like your, your situation yeah. while you're in the military to create wealth through real estate. So like one of the coolest things is when you're active duty, um, you have an allowance for housing, your BAH, right? And so that BAH is a tax-free allotment that you get every single month. And if you live on base, it just gets sucked right out of your paycheck. You don't see it. Yeah. But if you live off base and, you know, provided your pay grade and stuff allows you to do so, um, now you can start looking at leveraging those dollars to pay for your home, like to yeah. pay for a mortgage. Yeah. And when you have your VA eligibility... You can finance your home with zero down payment and your BAH may cover the majority or all of your mortgage payment. And that BAH is a tax-free amount. Yep. So, um, so you're getting, you're getting incentivized really, I think by the government to, to build wealth through real estate. It's just not really well known while you're in the military, yeah. but you're getting incentivized to buy a house. It's tax-free money and you're growing wealth through real estate by the appreciation. And in the hacking part of it, the way that I, that I see it is you know, you're, you're at a duty station for three years on average, maybe six years, and you get orders to go to a different duty station, PCS orders, and you go across the country or somewhere else, and now you need another place to live. Mm-hmm. Well, you can retain that home at the base you're departing from, 
and purchase another home at the base you're arriving at, right. and now you've got two homes. And there's no limit on how many VA loans you can have active at one time. There's some math that goes behind it for how much down payment you may or may not need on house two, three, or sure. four. But um, this is really, you know, my interpretation of how you house hack. So, you know, by the time you've spent, you know, 20 years in the military, the, the theory is that, I mean, you could have a great portfolio of real estate yeah. that all along while you were serving and doing your job in the military is now generating you passive cash flow from the rentals of those departed homes that you yeah. bought when you were stationed in all these different bases. Absolutely. I mean, there, there are strategies, whether you're active duty or a veteran. I mean, you know, my story, I, I started, my hack is really just the live in flip with the VA loan. So whether you're active duty, there are a lot of strategies you can do too. We have, we had, I had a, um, a young Lieutenant, um, uh, messaged me the other day and said, Hey, read your book. I bought a house in, um, at Fort Benning and he's renting out the other, the other, um, rooms to Lieutenant buddies of his. That is a hack that is because he, he's no longer actually paying his mortgage, his tenants, his buddy tenants, you know, that are paying him rent yeah. are paying his mortgage for him. So he's just banking his BAH and his tenants are increasing his net worth every month because they're paying down his mortgage for him. And you can do this, um, as you know, but um, for your listeners, you can do this with a, a single family house, like a lot of people do, up to a four unit property. And there are some stipulations, some other things where you can actually go a little bit higher than that if you have dual, um, dual entitlement. Right. But, but imagine being, uh, say, a single guy. I'll just take me, for example. If I'm a, a young lieutenant or an E5 just moved off base, I can buy a fourplex in my town, um, and you obviously have to hit uh, debt to income, and you can talk all about that all day long. But, yeah. but look, buy a fourplex and rent out the other three units, live in one. It's an owner-occupied loan, and then if you get orders somewhere else, you can refinance that to a conventional loan and buy another one. And, and maybe you can maybe you can keep it in a VA loan. I don't know. You, you can talk more intelligently yeah. about that. Sometimes, but, yeah. But what an amazing thing! And so, if you if you move, let's say you move every two years, you're buying a fourplex at every at every place that you move over a twenty year career. You have forty doors that you put zero. You paid zero dollars out of pocket for. Um, if you're if that's if you're refinancing them and all that stuff. So, um, pretty amazing uh, uh, hack. I mean, and and only the United States military gets to do that, which is you know pretty, pretty amazing. Such a yeah. big benefit. Anybody who served. And so, and part of my passion, I know yours is too, is just educating veterans and the mil and yeah. military folks on this because it's such an incredible opportunity. I think sometimes it gets brushed under the rug when you talk about buying a house or real estate, and it's just kind of like one of those things that people don't put a whole lot of thought or effort mm -hmm. into. Um, but really, being a military person, the advantages are way, way greater oh, yeah. than just a, a, a civilian trying to buy a house. I mean, the the leverage you have is huge. Um, so you took you took your your house hacking, and now you've you've grown that into quite a bit to into like commercial, like yeah. multiple doors. I mean, you're right. buying you know thirty twenty door complexes. Bigger than that. I mean, the the smallest we want to buy now is eighty units, um, and that might might sound scary to some people just getting started. But honestly, if you're I I've also uh, flipped or held seven homes, seven single family homes between. 2018 and 2019 with a buddy of mine but um what we found was and through some of these conferences and my coaches and mentors is that it's the same amount of work to flip and refinance a single family house and for a buy and hold strategy than it is to buy an 80 unit multifamily apartment complex 
And that sounds like, no way, there's no way that's possible. It is. You have a team built around you uh, for the multifamily. You just have to know what you're doing. In either scenario, you need to know what you're doing. So right. that's why we always say, you know, learn, network your butt off, and, and add value to others, and take action. If you do those things over and over again, success will find you because you're never stopping. You're never quitting. You're always, you know, putting that best foot forward. So, um, you know, and, and one thing I want to say, too, about the people who want to do single-family hacking uh, house hack, military house hacking, we teach people in the military, which is just not taught, that you, when you buy your primary residence at your duty station, think of it as an investment first when you buy that thing. Right. So it's a really smart thing because you, most likely that property is going to end up as, a, as an investment property, as a rental. So if you buy it knowing, you know, and there's, there's easy kind of back of the napkin math you can do, there's something called the 1% rule. If you buy a house for $150,000, it should be able to rent close to $1,500 a month. So look at the rental market around that area. And in some markets, that's going to sound a little tight, right? Right. But it depends on, you know, where you are. And, you know, maybe it's $1,400 or maybe it's $1,200, it'll, but it'll pay your mortgage and you'll still have a house and somebody else is paying it down and you can get a good tenant in there. Um, you know, just for example, the first house I bought was, I was only cash flowing 80 bucks a month. That's not even cash flowing. Cause by the time your AC unit goes out, you, yeah, that's you've, gone. you've eaten Real up quick. seven months of your, <laughs> of, of that income. Um, but you, you also want to make sure that there's that cushion in there because you're going to hire a third party property manager and make sure that it's managed properly. Some people try and do it themselves, but when you're actively working in a W2 or in the military, it's my recommendation that you have third-party property management for an investment. Yeah, it's too much, too much time yeah. um, to commit to that. Um, and, and one of the things you mentioned it is to look at it as an investment. And, and I see being in the mortgage business, and I've, I've been in the mortgage business, this is the beginning of my 19th year. So in, in just learning people and behaviors and things like that, there's a lot of emotional attachment to a home, mm-hmm. right? And I think you hit the nail right on the head when you mentioned that you need to have the perspective of this is an investment. And if you can wear that business cap rather than the heart cap yeah. when you're when you're looking at real estate and buying it and trying to do something with it, then the opportunity I think for success with it is exponential, right? Uh, when you pull 100%. the emotion out of it and just yeah and just go down to the business, the raw business. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And and when I kind of realized that, and my wife kind of knows me as like a very business-minded guy anyway, right. but but. Um, you, you may have a spouse, male or female, that is more interested in having a home, right? When I buy a house, a home to live in, I look at it as sticks and bricks. I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it's great, and she, my wife does a great job of making it a home, and it's, you know, beautiful and comfortable for our kids and everything, but we set it up so, like, and most military families probably do. We set it up to like, hey, this is temporary lodging. You know, we're going to be here right. for maybe two years. And in our case, as veterans, but civilians now, we still do that. And our kids are like, what's the next house going to look like, Dad? You know, what's what's the backyard? What can we do? You know, can we build a fort? And that's all they care about. That's cool. Our mom and dad there is the house, you know, have a nice nice roof over, over your head or whatever. And I'm looking at it from the business side every single time that I um, that I buy a property. In fact, you know, even to the point where I'm going to use that IRL and, and refinance whenever I can yeah. because, you know, when the numbers work, the numbers work, you know. That's right. It's yeah. about the math. So speaking about the math, you mentioned, um, you know, 80 doors and, and, and all that stuff. Yeah. And that does sound daunting, right? And that's, that's beyond the VA loan, right? It's not daunting. It, it, it's great. It sounds scary, but, but 
break it, break it. I mean, we don't have a ton of time to get yeah. into the all the details, yeah, but sure. break, simplify that a little bit yeah. so that the person listening to this who's going, okay, own a home, mm-hmm. and yeah, it sounds amazing to own 80 doors, but yeah. I don't know how I'm even going to buy one more property, yeah. let alone something with 80 doors. So how, how do you take a person that's kind of in that position who who wants to be there yeah. but can't see past, like, I don't even have 20% down payment for the next house. How do I go buy this huge thing? Yeah, so number one thing is, and so 18 months ago, I didn't even know what multifamily real estate investing was. 18 months ago, okay? And in 2019, we bought, uh, we went from zero to 571 doors wow. in one year. That's crazy. So in 18 months, if I can do that with, you know, active duty passive income, I have a full-time W-2 job still, wife, kids, the whole thing, right? If I can figure out how to do it, so can your, your viewers here, your audience. So, uh, but you have to get educated. And so here's, here's the way it looks. I went to a multifamily conference. I paid for coaching. I got very involved in that community to make sure that they understood that I was present. I was serious. I was capable. I was learning. I'm getting educated. And then relationships start to form. Once relationships start to form, uh, markets and deals can then kind of find you. The first two deals I did were with other partners that I just met. And they said, hey, you want to join us on this thing? Um, you can help us with the um, investor relations, do some due diligence, and then and then raise some capital. Um, and and that all maybe sounds a little scary too. But think about who's in your network. If you're a real a serious real estate investor, you should tell everybody in your network. The gas station attendant should know that you're a real estate investor wherever you go. Fill up your vehicle every day. Um, your boss at work, unless it gets you fired, should know that you're a real estate investor, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, don't press uh, that. Yeah. Um, everybody should know that you're interested in investing in real estate. And then, and then that's how you kind of build your, your, you know, digital Rolodex. You know, you, you start in your aunts and uncles and your parents or whoever, who's, who's got money that you can raise. So don't let that piece of it, uh, scare you. But the way an 80 deal, 80 unit deal looks is, um, you get it under contract, you submit a letter of intent to purchase, you, um, negotiate back and forth a little bit, and then you put together a purchase and sale agreement. Uh, with the sellers, <clears throat> and you line up financing. It's usually a Freddie Mac small balance loan for something that's above a million dollar loan. Um, these are non-recourse loans, so it's it's in an LLC. Anything five units or greater um, that would fall into, um, and then you you get agency debt. So in this case, we had eighty percent loan to value. We raised the equity portion, the twenty percent that normally you would have to put put up, which was like one point two five million dollars. We raised that from investors, and so and then there are SEC regulations, SEC exemptions, uh, specifically um, uh, Reg D, Regulation D 506B and Reg D 506C that allow us non-dealer brokers to actually raise capital from uh, private investors. So that's what we're able to do. Nice, and you guys obviously have you know your your performance and your spreadsheets and things yeah. like that oh, yeah, yeah. so you know how to analyze the property yeah. and know if it's a good deal you analyze it super conservatively you want to definitely um under promise and over deliver with your investors because then they will come back to you our, our goal is our target is um is to uh, double our investors money in five years so a hundred thousand dollar investment with cash flow paid quarterly and then the disposition or you know capital event at the end of the five years a sale or a refinance or whatever it may be uh, will will cumulatively double our investors' money over a five-year period. That's awesome. Pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. So it's about your network. I mean, if, that, yeah, if, that's, if that's where you want to go, I mean, what I took from that is you got to know the right people, right, yeah. that can help you because yeah, you don't have to do it all on your own. And, and that's, the, I think, the part that sounds so daunting is like, how do I take this on? And really, yeah. the way you take it on is find guys like you yeah. and pair up. Go to meetups. Go to your local RIAs. 
travel for multifamily conferences, be present, be helpful. And so a lot of people say this is a people business. I would take it a step further and say, this is a connecting of people business. If I like to be the connector. So when you're talking to somebody that you're, that you're trying to network with, actually look them in the eye and go and listen to what they're saying. Because most inherently people want to tell you what they're kind of problems are. They'll tell you a gripe, maybe, in in maybe a nice way. It doesn't sound negative, but if you take that and go, well, I know that John knows how to solve that problem. I just became valuable to two people instead of just a one-on-one. So I like to be the connector of people. um, And that, I think it adds tremendous value to me, but also to the people that I'm connecting. So totally. Yeah. Well, um, I wanted to give a a shameless plug also. So there's a, a conference that um, we got to participate in together last year, the military influencers conference. Yeah. And that's coming up again going this back. year. Yeah, we're yeah. going back. Um, it's in September, and uh, ADPI and, and and Amnet we're we're some big sponsors of it. So yep. we'll have an opportunity to to present and and coordinate that. So if anybody you know listening to this is is really interested in getting connected and plugged into not only the real estate investing community but really like the military community at large that you know the people that are really influencing and shaping yep. um, that you know, transitional person, you know, from military to civilian. And there is a lot of really, really just incredible people at these events and, and yeah. great people to connect with, network with, and, and build that sphere around. Then um, it's in September. It's um, in San Antonio this year, San right? San Antonio. It's at the Marriott River Center, I think it's called. So check that out, Military Influencers Conference. We will be there. And then, um, of course, you know, if anybody wants to get Military House Hacking, the book is free. Free on the website. You can get a hard copy on Amazon, but it's free on the website. And um, our, our private Facebook group, Active Duty Passive Income, you know, if you're active duty or prior service. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, spouse. Or spouse. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we and, and, and you have, um, you know, a fire burning inside of you for this real estate stuff. Um, we'd, we'd love to have you connect with us yeah, and, and join up and, yep. and just learn. I mean, there's just so much education that happens in that forum on a daily basis. Um I mean, you'll learn a ton just, just by osmosis, just by reading oh, posts. A hundred percent. People saying that all the, all the time. They look forward to scrolling through the feed and seeing what, what stuff we're posting. And the podcast is obviously great. And I'm glad you're doing this now, too, because yeah. it's a great great way to spread the word. Totally. Yeah. Well, um, dude, I'm so glad we got this opportunity. Yeah, we got yeah, to likewise. connect and you're in town. So thanks again, brother. Yeah, Appreciate good, it. Yeah, good to see you again. Thanks for stopping by today and listening to our podcast. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at valoanguy.us.